Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this week's episode of Damsels in the DMs. Dear Damsels, my boyfriend and I have been together for two years and we are currently embarking on our first wedding season. I'm also now afraid that all my friends are getting married. I'll just decide to get married or push my boyfriend to propose because I'm bored with everything. How do I not give in to these pressures and stay the course? Should I find new friends who aren't in this place? Love always. I can't hear the bells. This message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There's some damsels in the DM. Yes, queen. <laughs> Tell us what's the vibe. Uh-huh. What's the vibe? There's some damsels in the DMs. Please tell us what's the vibe. DMs, DMs, yeah, we see them. Yeah, we read them. DMs, DMs, we don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. I'm Lauren. I'm Osh. And I'm Alejandro. Oh my God, wait, time out. Before we begin, I really want to reflect on the most, what was it? There was a recent episode that just came out this past week. Box for Love. Yes. Oh my God. It was amazing. Both the questions you both were answering or the, the questions you both had and the insights that the guest was sharing. I, it she was, was just, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. She what was so What was your so favorite good. part about that interview? Well, I love that she related to both single people and people who were in relationships and had so much to offer for um, for long distance. And also, she's been with this partner for from since she was a child to now, which is so crazy for people to grow together like that. Like that's a special. That's very special to have that. Yeah, I agree. I agree, I agree completely. I mean, it did kind of make me think about like. I don't know, wedding season with quotation marks that's now kind of underway. I feel like summer weddings are definitely a thing, as are fall. But have either of you ever felt behind in like getting married? Or like, I don't know, is, is getting married even too far to like jump ahead? Or how do you answer that? Well, yeah, I mean, that's valid considering like she was in this long relationship, then they started their long distance period. And then I think once they had gotten back together, like, you know, physically together, they were always in their relationship. That was when they decided to get married. And I think that was maybe like something that we asked her about, because I mean, I think in any long relationship, like there is that societal expectation at a certain point that you should get married. It's like, you've been together long enough. Now it's time to move in. Now it's time to get married. And I think like what I'm realizing more and more in, at least in my position is that like at a certain point, you just feel it out. Like if you had asked me like last year, if I felt comfortable doing that, I would have been like, absolutely not. But I think that like, you just kind of have to trust your intuition and trust your gut about like, when is it starting to feel right to start taking these like little steps? And if you're somebody like me, a child of divorce, we're like taking these steps can feel like a little bit daunting, you know, there's no harm in taking it at your own pace. Like you don't have to go at somebody else's pace or like follow the expectation given of you. So at least for me, like I have definitely felt pressures. And I think what I'm learning more and more is like, 
you just have to wait it out and trust when you feel ready. Yeah, absolutely. I went to see family back in, I was in Chicago at the beginning of the year. And it was the first time in a long time that I was able to see relatives. And one of my relatives had asked about my boyfriend and I and whether like we were considering getting married. And it really kind of took me by surprise because I had always hear, I had always heard those types of questions being asked of my female cousins usually, or sometimes my boy cousins who were in relationships as well. But to hear the question asked of me, my relationship, it was interesting because like the topic hadn't really come up between us yeah uh, anyways so for me to like I don't know it was it was also fine too because like I felt no pressure to go either way yeah I was also like hey like I appreciate the question I appreciate the check-in but um you know that's still a conversation to have I guess but well, Alejandro, as much as you feel comfortable talking about it, I know you talked a little bit about it on We Met at Acme, you know how much I admire how you chose to move in with your partner and then decide to go find your own space. Did you feel like when you made that decision, you got a lot of like weird looks, like weird feedback, because there is like that expectation that when you move in, it's like a forever thing. And if if you're not living together, then you're breaking up. But if you are living together, then you must get married right afterwards. Totally. I did feel like there was some weird energy. Actually, no, I can't say that I got weird energy from anybody because it was what felt right for me and for our relationship to like get back into each other, get back into familiarity with ourselves. Um, and by removing myself and creating my safe space to create and to focus on the goals that I want to achieve and to, you know, obviously like free up space for him to do the same for himself. Um, yeah, I can't really say that anyone phrased any questions or looks in a way that made me feel like I was doing something wrong, which I'm really thankful for. And I feel like that's a testament of um, true like open-mindedness and just like, I love, uh, I guess, friendship. Friendship and um, respect for the process that I'm going through in my own relationship. Cause I know that everyone's journey is different. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like I, I, I agree with you. The expectation is once you move in, things get super serious and then it's like, you know, whatever comes next, the house or this and that. But um, when you were making that decision, were you always like, this is what I'm going to do for me and therefore it's the right decision or did it cross your mind what other people would think? Because I definitely struggle like when I'm making a decision, considering what everybody else is going to say. Um, and that's something that like, I'm really working on with myself, but I know for me that like in any decision, I'm always considering what the feedback is going to be. And I just admired so much how you did what you knew was right for you. I feel like I am a people pleaser uh, mm -hmm. to a large extent. <laughs> and that is something that I'm trying to work on, but yeah, I mean, that was definitely a concern kind of. And like I said, it's, it's like on one hand it was, but then on the other, I had to get out of that um, conversation with myself of constantly worrying, oh, well, if I do this, what kind of effect is that gonna have on this person or that person? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what yeah. other people think. It's something that I'm experiencing with someone else. It's a very personal experience. And that's something that he and I share. And it really ain't nobody else's business. <laughs> and people love to stick their noses in, in places that they don't belong because 
they don't have anything else going for them or shit's happening, shit, bad shit's happening with them. So they're like, let me focus on this person and make myself feel better about myself and my situation, which is so messed up. Right. Um, and I've been realizing that more and more, like the older I get and still single, you know, um, the prying eyes and the prying, like just the prying aunties, just wanting to know exactly what's happening. How does this affect this and all this bullshit. But we do need to remember that at the end of the day, it's our own personal life. What we do, as long as we're not being horrible or mean or manipulative or malicious to anyone, it, it doesn't concern other people. Agreed. Who gives a fuck? And Ash, now that you're seeing somebody, have you felt like more people have been asking you, like, is this the one? Like, are you going to move in together? Like, you've just gotten your new place. Like, do you feel like now that you've gotten into something more serious, you feel the questions beginning? No. Um, and also, it's this relationship is very tricky because kind of reminds me of yours, Alejandro, how you've been moving at the speed of light and then pump the brakes and go backwards a little bit to get your space and your freedom. That's, I don't want to speak too much into it because this is someone that I haven't been dating for too long. It's not something that I, I don't, I don't know where it's going to go and I don't want to put too much effort into it. I was very excited about it in the beginning, but now I'm starting to realize that what if this person isn't for me? Um, we did go way too fast in the beginning, way too freaking fast. And that sometimes works for people. Sometimes it doesn't. For me, I don't know if it's working. Um, and it's mostly on his end. Usually I would be the one that's like, I'm suffocated. Like, please, like, don't, you know, I need space. Um, but this is coming from his end. And he's, uh, I mean, we're on this podcast. So I'm just going to be open about what's happening with me. But he's the one who's like, whoa, I need to pump the brakes because we're going too fast. And usually I go really fast with all the girls that I date and I end up crashing and burning. So I want to take my time. I was going to say that like came out because he was the one that was like yeah. kind of boop, 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 pushing the brake. Yeah. Like he was speed, the one that speed, was going speed, speed. Yeah. runaway train full speed ahead and then realized that, oh shit, like what if something bad happens or like we're going too fast and this is someone that I really like and I want to take my time with her. Da, 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 da. Um, for me, I just wish we had that conversation right up front because I am someone who gets very spooked out by people who want to spend so much time with me. But this one, I was like, okay, like I'm... I, I think this is like, I can see this working. Like I can hang out with this person. I'm going to, I'm going to figure out a way to not get suffocated or whatever. And I did. And then once I got comfortable with it, he was like, whoa, 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 we got to pump the brakes. And I'm like, all right, dude. Like, Ain't that how it always be? I am going to oh, say man. I'm still single guys. I've been single. I'm still single. That conversation was just a reminder that men ain't shit and um, that I'm going to still keep dating around. Except and, you, you know, Alejandro. We love you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. No, yeah. except you. Oh, my God. Except for you and my brother and my dad. <laughs> Always for the girlies and the gays. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> dad and my brother, too. Girlies and the gays. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it honestly was a wake-up call for me um, that men just are trash in general. Not you, Alejandro. Not the girls <laughs> and the gays. Um, but... Just to take my time with things. And and it's fine if I've been single for God knows how long. It's fine if I've been meeting men who just ain't shit. Like, take my time. Get to know someone. Because this was kind of a burn. Like, I really got burnt with this one. Because I was like, fuck yeah. Like, this is my guy. Like, oh my God. Like, I think I'm going to be in a relationship. Finally, I'm going to have a boyfriend. But no, I got burnt in the end from that. Like, I didn't take my time. I didn't protect myself. I didn't take my time. I should have asked the right questions. I can't control how other people are feeling. I can't control how they react to things and, and what they do with their own time and who they are and whatever. I can control myself and I can control the, the pace that I'm moving and that I can get comfortable with someone um, and, and, make, and setting myself up that I don't burn my 
myself and that I, I'm still protecting myself, but in a safe space. I love what you're saying because it reminds me mm-hmm. of the untethered soul. I'm reading it right now. And I love I'm it so much. Obsessed. Wait, I need a book. Should I read this? Yes, yes. please. Oh my yes. gosh. I'm like yes. t- two pages away from finishing mine. So I need one. <sighs> yes. Amazing. Michael Singer, Untethered Soul. Is it self-help? Self-help. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. But it, it helps you kind of silence the nonstop narrative that is going on in our heads and really helps us like ground ourselves in like the present tense and not being so preoccupied with expectations or apprehensions and all of that. It's just really like trying to live authentically and paying attention to like who is within us, within each of us. And it's so easy for us to fall into trying to decide, oh, which side is right, which side is wrong, how do we, but then it's like, no, there's the third person, there's a third party, which is us, ourselves in the present tense, witnessing that. So it's like removing ourselves from that dialogue becomes such, I mean, an important part of- Oh, my therapist is always telling me to observe my thoughts rather than internalize them. Meaning yeah. like, totally. if I know that I'm having a thought and it's negative, which they usually are, <laughs> then she's like, can you just like, say, hey, that's an interesting thought that I'm having. Is this a useful thought? Is this going to be something that helps me? And if it's not, she's like, then cut it out. Like, stop it. You don't need to, like, every thought you have doesn't necessarily need to be indicative of how you are and how you're feeling. It's just a thought. Like, just take it at that. Totally. I mean, that's, I feel like it's easier said than done. I know for me, at least, it's something that I'm working on daily, but how is yeah. it for both of you? Well, reading that book was really eye-opening. It's just really ironic that the person who uh, recommended that book or gave me that book was my Australian soulmate. I feel like I've talked about him in the past, but like my Australian soulmate who ghosted me and burnt me really bad. The one that we saw hiking, not we. The but... one that we saw hiking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the new girlfriend who I guess he overlap, overlapped between me and her. Um, he was very spiritual and very into meditation and very into this stuff. And I'm like, mm, you're kind of contradicting yourself. Like, yeah, but, but I'm glad that he, he, he did give me stuff out of that relationship. Like he gave me, you know, this book, which is freaking amazing. And um, I feel like for me, it's like, it's really hard to apply the, the practices that Michael Singer says, because I feel like too robotic, but then it also works. And it's just like taking your thoughts and putting them out here you are not your thought, how to like turn off that constant incessant chatter that your mind is putting yourself through and learning oh, to my therapist is reading this book, clearly. I, I yeah, <laughs> I think they probably are because <laughs> it also is like a universal thing. Um, Michael Singer is not the one who invented it. And, you know, people are going to keep practicing this before and after him. But yeah, I, going back to this uh, person that I'm seeing currently, it's, it it, it kind of does suck because I did tell everyone about him. I don't usually tell people about my relationships. I'm very private. Um, unless if it's a handful of people like, Hey, yeah, I am dating someone, but I go, don't go telling my brother and my cousins and just, you know, all of my friends. Um, but I kind of blame him for that. I kind of feel like he put you in a position where you felt like comfortable telling yeah. everybody that like, I, I, I took it away. I don't want to say he led you on, but like he was, I don't think that you are inherently the type of person who like gets overly excited about things in the beginning. Like you are always yeah. a little bit more like trepid yeah. about yeah. it. I love to protect myself in the beginning. And this person made me feel like I didn't need to, that I can let my guard down and that yeah. I'm safe and secure. 
And uh, when he came over to have a conversation, I thought the conversation was going to go one way, but it went that way. And so I was very blindsided. And now I'm taking my time with him and going out. I'm going to go on dates. I'm not, I had a really great talk with my therapist right before uh, this recording. And she did say some things that I, I want to remember, like, um, don't fuck with me unless you have something to offer. Mm. Okay. Yes. She said that. My therapist said that. Wow. <laughs> don't fuck with me unless you have something to offer. All right, guys, before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just really frustrating, but I know you're strong and I know you'll you'll get through this. And something that I've always really admired about you is how you never have let like pressure from your parents, pressure from your brother being married affect where you are in life. And I've always learned from that because like I definitely feel that there are goals in life and we all have our personal goals that we want to hit. I've talked about this before. I'll talk about it again. Like I've never been somebody who's super marriage oriented. Like that's never been like a, a, like it's something I want in life, but it's not like a huge goal for me. Like, oh, if I hit this, then I've made it. But then sometimes like on social media, when people are so excited about like, you know, their engagements. And I feel like we're getting to the age where a lot of at least what comes up on my timeline is people talking about like bridal showers and bridal parties and things like that. I think I am like, oh, wow, like that's going to be a really exciting time in my life. Like I feel a twinge of jealousy that like these people are at that point in life, even if it's not like exactly where I want to be right then. I think it is just like this natural competitive feeling. And like it, it is the way that we've been evolved as women that like when you've gotten married, you have made it. Yeah. I like that you're being honest about that, how you feel when it does show up. But I also like that you're not jumping into something because you you're not ready for it yeah and i also feel like what you were describing in terms of what may be like a common response to news of someone getting married and then feeling like that consequential jealousy is almost like part of like part conditioning as you were already referencing but then it's also going back to the untethered soul you know it's like those conversations that keep like playing in our heads of like oh well because this person's getting married I need to be xyz and it's like like that we had discussed it before in a previous uh, host episode about like the crabs in the bucket sort of yeah Mm -hmm. where like 
you see someone succeeding, you automatically want to like not necessarily tear them down, but like that could be the end result of whatever sort of remark or um, interaction that could lead from that. But yeah, I, I really, I in response to feeling FOMO about not being at a particular place in comparison to others, it's like, what is that? The comparison is the joy. You said it once before. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. I, I feel like yeah. Oh, I yeah. constantly have to remind myself of that. Um, you know, even last year when I went to the, uh, one of my close friend's weddings, it was a beautiful ceremony. It was really lovely to see her and her husband just do their thing and celebrate with all their loved ones. And like, I did have a glimpse of, or like a moment where I was just like, damn, like, when am I going to have my turn sort of thing? But then mm -hmm. I also had to like take a step back and be like, well, it's not for me that, that yeah. as well as that ceremony that whole moment wasn't even about me at all so it's just like you know removing myself from the equation and really yeah getting more intimate with that that part of yeah. myself that is observing those thoughts I'm about to go into my first like wedding season I have like five weddings coming up this summer oh my God. I know I know they're all in California though which is great so I don't have to That's go in like what my advice would be for other people who are going into this wedding season period is like treat it as a trial round for yourself. Like see what you like about weddings and see what you don't like so that you can like plan the wedding that you want to have eventually. Like rather than nitpick and complain, just take in all the details of it because like you will get to that place one day. And if you don't want to be there, then just enjoy the party, enjoy the drinks, enjoy the food. My therapist talks about like sensory experiences. Like what are we seeing? What are we touching? Like, like what can we feel? What can we smell? So like, I, I always like to think like if something is making me anxious, if I feel a twinge of jealousy, like, can I notice the breeze in the trees? Can I notice the way the sunlight is hitting the, the bride's veil? Can I notice like the sweet tinge of lemon in this drink that I'm drinking? Like, what are the things that I can be grateful for that are right in front of me that I can be celebrating that will take me away from the negative feelings I'm feeling? Oh my God, a huge fan of gratitude. I love that. I, I also, on my gratitude list, I try to think about 10 different things every day as much as possible instead of writing like the same things. Cause obviously like Brian, Ernie, my family, they're always going to be there. And I think that like writing different things allows you to appreciate the little things. And I think that like, we know that we're grateful for our family. We know that we're grateful for our lives, for our health, for our safety, but like thinking about the little things can bring you a little bit of joy every day. Like um, a great smelling candle. Sometimes I think about a warm breeze. I feel grateful for that. I love watching Ernie when he goes outside because sometimes he like really stops and smells flowers. And how often do you really stop and smell flowers? And I know that's so cliche, but like just having those little moments where you feel gratitude. I stopped to take a picture in New York the other day because there are these beautiful trees and a cab was going right by and it was behind a beautiful church. And I was just feeling grateful for those little images that the world gives us to remind us that like life is beautiful. I think just as you were saying, Osh, trying to remember the bigger picture and taking in all of those small little details helps us to center ourselves and avoid anxiety as much as possible. Very amazing that we can have those moments to ourselves of celebrating the beauty that's around us and what beauty to be thankful for. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, should we get into today's letter? We Let's should. get into it. I feel like we dropped a lot of tea in today's episode, so 
You all are really getting quite the episode today. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll read it. Dear damsels, my boyfriend and I have been together for two years and we are currently embarking on our first wedding season. It seems like all of our friends have decided to get married, but we are totally not at that place in life, both financially and together. We haven't even lived together yet. But I can't help but feel jealous of my friends who are in this position and feel like they're beating me. I feel like I've done everything in my life that I had on my goals board, and that's the natural next step. And even though I'm not there yet in my life or relationship, I'm also now afraid that all my friends are getting married. I'll just decide to get married or push my boyfriend to propose because I'm bored with everything. How do I not give in to these pressures and stay the course? Should I find new friends who aren't in this place? Love always. I can't hear the bells. I really love that sign off. Me too. <laughs> That's a good sign off. <laughs> uh, the first thing that comes to my mind, my goodness, I'm bored with everything. That's like, ugh, that sounds like a lot of internal work that needs to be done. Um, yeah. It's, I, I, I don't like hearing if, uh, I don't know, to me, if someone says that they're bored all the time, like I mm. just, it's not necessarily a red flag, but very much just a sign of like, okay, there's stuff that has to be understood or whatever and you know. I can hear the sirens <laughs> I can hear the bells but I can hear the sirens hear the go si- off <laughs> if you're bored with everything in life you brought up a point like you have so much inner work to do you life is so beautiful and has so much to offer and if you're bored with everything in life like that's internal you have to work on yourself don't jump into a relationship don't jump oh, into yeah. a marriage just because you're bored with everything else and everybody else is getting married that is the worst reason to jump into something so big and so almost permanent that yeah. that you know for just because what you're bored hey will you marry me yeah sure i'm bored i got nothing else to do Fuck it, <laughs> no, no, she's, that's the thing you said jump into this person is talking about pushing her boyfriend to propose pushing. They, they say pushing their boyfriend to propose so it's like huh no don't <laughs> i really like the part where she goes should i find new friends who aren't in this place <laughs> yeah don't be friends <laughs> oh. <sighs> um i mean what i will say about this letter is that we talked a lot about in this episode about feeling like people are beating us or the competitive nature that life can sometimes have but Anything that you do because you feel like you're under pressure is not going to be a great outcome. Like, can you imagine these wedding vows? Like, dearly beloved, we gather today because I was bored and because this felt like the natural next step and uh, all our friends are married. So it just kind of seemed like the right time. So here we go. Like, that just sounds like bad makings to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you need to be comfortable being yourself. Maybe you're somebody who's been a follower in life. So if you know you're not ready and your relationship isn't ready, like look around you and find passion for something else. Like I think you need to find a hobby. I think you need to do something that's not comparing yourself to your friends. And if that means making other friends, like that's a phenomenal thing to come out of that. But I think you need to be doing something else that isn't just like sitting around and worrying that you're not at the same place as your friends are. Also, don't be afraid to update the goals board. I mean, this person says, I feel like I've done everything in my life that I had on my goals board. It's like, okay, refresh it, start over, make a new one, (laughs) new chapter, new, new something. Like it's okay to make those changes. And like thinking about, oh, that's the natural next step to get married. Like, okay, maybe to some people, but it doesn't have to be your truth. I mean, 
Especially if you know you're not ready. I mean, you you really just said that you know you're not ready. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to be like going through this whole marriage thing and you're not going to be happy. You're going to be knowing that you're not ready. Yeah, You're both just going to be miserable. Why would you want that? Well, you just want to waste money, get married, waste more money, get a divorce. You don't want people to come to your wedding just because you're bored and wanted to get married. I'm telling you that. People want to come to your wedding because they support your love and they want to be there for the union of great love not because someone was bored. Also not a great not a good, not a great excuse to get married. I'm 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 going off. I'm sorry. I'm going yeah. off. Just be prepared real when you off today. Or you might get you might get, you know, good cop bad cop. You might just get straight up like evil cop. <laughs> Perfect. I have a question though. There's a sentence in here in here that says we haven't even lived here or lived together yet. <laughs> I'm wondering, do we think it's necessary or like is living together a necessary precursor for getting married Mm. I don't think so I think you I think when you're engaged yes maybe live together for a little bit just to know how this person is but you're already sleeping over and I feel like you're spending so much time okay living moving in with someone is a lot different than just having sleepovers I know that but before you decide to commit your whole life to someone, maybe once you're like engaged, that would be a good time to live together. Or even just when you know it's serious enough that you want to get married, move in together. It's it feels like the next step. Anyways. I'm going to create some controversy and say that it is necessary. At least for me, it's necessary. And I'm sure people have had beautiful, successful marriages without having lived together. But I need to know what this person is going to look like. Because let me tell you, I have had many a friend who I really liked going to brunch, going out with, hanging out with. But then when I lived with them, it was not the experience that like just being their friend was. And like having sleepovers, they're still coming over to like your place and being in your space, but it's not like permanent. They're not the ones taking out the trash. They're not the ones like walking your dog or doing the dishes. Like for me, I would want to know what that person is like to live with. I really like a clean space. Um, I have like certain expectations if like we're sharing a space, like what we each should be doing. So I would just feel like you're missing a crucial piece of information in your puzzle to know if you really want to be with that person yet. But I really like a fully thought out decision um, where I've seen like as many pieces that I could possibly see before I'm making that decision. So maybe that's just a me thing, but I'm going to vote it's necessary. Jeez, you'd probably be really good, uh, a really good partner for shopping for appliances. I feel like <laughs> yeah. all the right questions and like the warranty. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's over my head. I feel like you'd be so like spot on, like, no. Shopping oh, yeah. <laughs> shopping for anything that's like. Yeah. <laughs> no, Brian, like we both had to take Ernie to dog school and they do these like private consultation lessons. And Brian's lesson was like, they're supposed to be an hour. His ended early. It was like 30 minutes. He asked a couple questions. They did a lot. My lessons always are like an hour, 30 minutes to the point where he has to be like, sorry, time's up. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry. I know I asked more questions than Brian. He's like, no, I, I like an active participant in the lesson because like, <laughs> I, I want to know every detail. Brian, like he, his new life goal or yearly goal is asking deeper questions of people because like, he'll give me a piece of information. And then I have 30 follow-up questions, but he didn't ask any of the 30 follow-up questions. He only knows that one piece of information that he gave. So he has no answers. So I'm like, okay, Brian, you want to ask the deeper questions? They ain't deeper questions. All you're asking is the follow-up questions that you never asked. (laughs) 
<laughs> you gotta provide him with a little syllabus of questions to ask every time <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's sweet though that's really sweet but anyway everybody it was so beautiful diving into all of these topics i hope that this week's episode was useful to you it would also be really useful to us if you would subscribe and rate and review us particularly on spotify because they just recently implemented ratings on there so we would really be appreciating that if you're liking what you're hearing if you could do us a favor and support us and don't forget to send your anonymous letter via the link tree that's on our instagram your identity is safe and your letter and your secrets are safe and the secrets are safe as well well no they're not until we dissect the letter (laughs) 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 we're not just going to read them for our own pleasure and then not (laughs) spill them no yeah yeah all right everybody well thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of damsels in the dms until next time it's going down in the dms bye DMs, DMs, we don't need them, we just leave them. Please, yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.